I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. An email just came pouring in from my friend Bill Deal. You may recognize Bill Deal's name from ABC Radio News. Bill and I worked together at WNEW Radio in New York. Well, Bill was in news, so he worked. I played records. Bill's note says the college he went to is shutting down their radio station because the students aren't interested in radio anymore. Bill's upset, and I understand why. I went to Fordham in New York, and I spent more time at the Fordham radio station, WFUV, than I did going to class. I loved it. But there's no question that radio is in trouble, especially with Generation Z. That's people born after 1995. And Generation Z is projected to account for 40% of all consumers in the U.S. in another year or so. Wow, that's interesting. Because there's been a correspondingly huge surge in loneliness in that group of folks over the past few years. As a matter of fact, a new British survey just published says, quote, relying on social networks to connect with one another leads people to going out less. Therefore, they're not meeting new people or seeing old friends in person, and that worsens friendships. Makes sense. The survey says 55% of the people surveyed agreed that social media has made relationships with friends more superficial. Things have gotten so bad in Britain that the government there has not put a minister of loneliness in charge of cutting down on the estimated 48% of people who say they are suffering from loneliness. And being lonely is no joke, you know. It takes a physical toll on your body and your soul. Loneliness has been identified as being as bad as obesity or smoking 15 cigarettes a day. That's terrible. But I think loneliness could be a savior for radio. And here's why. Loneliness is a feeling of being disconnected from other human beings. Now, 51% of Americans in a recent survey said that they always feel alone. And 20% say they rarely or never feel close to anyone. Wow. What's that got to do with radio? Good question. Let me tell you a true story. Long time ago, my mom and dad gave me a transistor radio for Christmas. I don't think I turned it off till the 4th of July. I hid it under my pillow at night, and I was listening to William B. Williams. William B. Williams was a disc jockey at WNEW Radio, and he always started his show by saying, Hello, world. <laughs> Willie welcomed me into his world every night. Me, kid with big ears and pimples, listening in, in Brooklyn. Willie's world was full of famous musicians and other showbiz people, big stars. Willie taught me a huge lesson about radio with one sentence one night. Willie was a big booster of an outfit called Big Brothers. You probably heard of Big Brothers. They're guys who spent time with kids who didn't have much of a father figure in their lives. Nice guys. A big singing star by the name of Vic Damone was also heavily into Big Brothers. 
Well, Vic was doing a benefit concert for Big Brothers, and Willie was emceeing the concert. So, Willie had Vic on his show one night to promote the concert. It was a warm and wonderful interview. Willie was a great interviewer. It was just two guys who really tried to help a bunch of kids. At the end of the interview, Willie took about 10 seconds of dead air. 10 seconds of dead air. And then he very quietly said, Vic, I really like you. It was perfect. It was real. Put me on the floor. Right in that instant, I connected with Vic Damone and Willie B and all of those big stars. That, and that connection still tugs at me every time I think about it, even after all of these years. Two big stars who really cared about kids. Kids whose parents didn't give them a transistor radio to hide under the pillow, you know? Kids who didn't have parents like I did. My mom read me poetry every night. My dad read me stories about knights in shining armor and great heroic battles, including some of the battles of World War II. And I remember sometimes in the middle of reading one of those stories about World War II, Dad would choke up because his brother, my Uncle Joe, was a B-17 navigator who served in combat over Germany during World War II. And Dad had a great explanation for when he choked up. He said, big boys don't cry, but sometimes big men do. My dad was the giant in my life. Dick's Details, a bunch of totally insignificant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's bothering you out the other ear. And you can grab a grin and win. So, how come when the stars are out at night, you can see them? But when the lights are out at night, you can't see them. <laughs> I, I, I like silly word stuff like that. All right. Now, if the answer is an eyedropper, what is the question? If the answer is an eyedropper, what is the question? You don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. If the answer is an eyedropper, what is the question? And why do mirrors reflect backwards, but not upside down? And speaking of upside down, we call Australia down under. So why don't Australians call us up over? I don't know, maybe they do. And how come you have to go where it says start to shut down your computer? Huh? What kind of sense does that make? All right, if the answer is an eyedropper, the question is, what do you call a clumsy optometrist? An eyedropper. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, did you? Takes the tails. They take your mind off your mind. Hey, a little housekeeping here, if you don't mind. If you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, Available from Amazon.com, shameless plug. Please tell a couple of friends, will you please? Because they might like them too, and you would be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. Radio is in big trouble right now, and I loved radio. I loved the connection with the audience. Willie B. did that. Rush Limbaugh does that. So does Howard Stern. How about your favorite disc jockey? Do you even have a favorite disc jockey? I think you would 
if he or she made a connection with you. So what's that got to do with all the loneliness that's getting us fat and depressed? Well, loneliness is defined as a lack of connection with other human beings, a lack of connection. Connection is what Willie B. did for me all those years ago. Rush and Howard do it daily. Things get pretty hot when they're on the air, and they, and they swim in their audience's sweat together. I call that theater of the heart. You've probably heard about theater of the mind. Well, theater of the mind is information and entertainment and, you know, that stuff. But theater of the heart is a connection. Talk radio is theater of the heart. It's sweaty, gut-wrenching fury, and it's also a one-topic political polemic. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Radio doesn't have to only have theater of the heart when they're talking politics and screaming at each other, because anger is not the only emotion you can feel, right? Of course. How does it feel when you when you pat your dog and he looks up and goes, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Or maybe somebody you care about says, I love you. Or maybe your sports team wins a big one. That That's theater of the heart, too. See if you can connect with the woman in this story enough to call it theater of the heart. Hardly anybody understands you. You're a holdout, and you sure as hell aren't frigid. You believe that the only way to live a real life is by living with people and things that are real. Sounds simple, doesn't it? But it's not. Everything around you seems to be slipping into some kind of mechanical virtual reality. A man came into your life once and you taught each other the difference between what's real and what's make-believe. He wasn't terribly smart or handsome or rich. He was just real. A real man with a real life and a real smile and a real friend. You. It's not easy being a real friend. It's a lot like making love. You're always discovering hidden places, pulling apart, talking, hiding something, coming together, laughing sometimes crying, getting hurt often, and on some rare moments, touching. And if you're lucky, once in your life, trusting enough to let yourself be touched by your friend in places that you wouldn't dare to touch yourself. You both believe that making love is never safe, nor is it always passionate, but it is always much more than just a way to pass time. It doesn't have to be for always, but it always needs to be real and naked. Partners who are safely condomed, carefully polite, and looking for long-term relationships. You two used to laugh about. You called them latex lovers. There are real people and real things all around you tonight. You're sitting in a massive mahogany-paneled room filled with real leather furniture, brass gooseneck lamps, glass-fronted mahogany bookcases full of books with gold-stamped titles. The floor is polished hardwood covered with a huge, intricately woven oriental rug. Fireplaces at least four tree trunks wide with burnished brass andirons. It's his father's living room, a real family's room for living and laughing and loving. A real family is together saying a final goodbye. His was a short life, as lives go these days, but every moment of it was real, and you and he touched it every day. But you only touched each other once, and that was with your eyes. 
Sometimes that's how it goes between real friends. He was a real man with a real life and real kids and a real wife. And you were his real friend. And hers. Hardly anybody understands that anymore. forever, even if they only touch once with their eyes. The story is called A Real Friend. It's from my Night Connection Spoken Word Story CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or if you want a fresh copy, let's go back to DickSummer.com, download it from the Night Connections icon on the homepage. I just loved being on the radio at night. The audience isn't as large as in morning or afternoon drive times, and the guy in the air doesn't get as big a check as the guy in the air in the morning or afternoon gets, but, but nighttime radio listeners are real people who very often need the kind of connection that they can't get on TV. I used to call my listeners my huddle. It was a little bit like a football huddle. I was the quarterback calling the plays, and the goal was getting to dawn together. That was the that was the goal line, dawn. We wanted to get together, get there together, all of us unhurt and in one piece. Sometimes it worked, and it felt so good when that happened. Radio started out as a one-to-one communications media, like CB used to read, remember? The radio gave people audio pictures. One of the things people used to say when I was on the air in a public place, like if I was doing a remote broadcast from a restaurant or something like that, people would come up and say something like, you you don't look anything like you sound, and I love that. Because making a picture in somebody's mind meant that the theater of the heart was working. Because when the sound of my voice gave a listener a kind of a paintbrush, and the listener used it to make a picture of, of me in his mind, that, that's what I call theater of the heart. You can't do that on TV, because the screen gets in the way. It, the screen shows you the person who's talking. You know, take it or leave it, that's it. This is what the guy looks like, this is who he is. And these days, the cell phone screen gets in the way big time, every minute of every day. Radio is just a machine, of course. It's a machine that transmits audio programming. Podcasts like this are audio programming, too. And they're not limited by the power of a transmitter. Remember, when my lady Wonder Wench got hurt in a horseback accident a few years ago, I mentioned it here on the podcast, and she got mail from all over the world, including some guy sent her a stuffed panda. This guy was working... Uh, is an American working in China, I think for a gas company or something. So, suppose radio went back to its roots, theater of the heart, pictures made of sound. I wonder if theater of the heart might be able to put a smile on the face of those pictures, even the, the selfies that are being taken now by the members of Generation Z. You know what? 
I think it could. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.